Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 23rd. 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Only the beginning. Buying over crying. Be a unique beast. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. In motion. Offended by selling. All right. Conviction. We've all got conviction here. Hello, my elite friends. It's good to see you all again. I'm on Clubhouse also uh, doing this live. So spread the word to the Clubhouse people. We're on YouTube doing this live. If you've got questions, I got answers. Do a super chat. Um, eventually, you can ask questions in Clubhouse. Get my attention some way how I got my uh, phone opened up. We already got a few people over there. We got people coming into the super chat. And a lot of you are wondering, where, where what's been going on, Adam? What's been going I'm in Nashville, Tennessee right now. This is going to be a long show. We, you're going to get unique beast topics. You're going to get no other place here, okay? I'm telling you like it is. But I want to thank Jim and Bit Piggies for making this show freaking possible, okay? So you see me have the Bit Piggies shirt on before. Here are their stickers Bit Piggies and, and Jim are linked to below. And please check them out. Jim is a great guy I've met at least twice now uh, in Florida at the Miami event and in Philadelphia at an event. He's a hardcore Bitcoiner. He's, this is a Bitcoin company, Bit Piggies. And the dude that does the stickers is linked to below. Also, he's in Europe. It says stickers. I always get his Bitcoin Yanowski. Is that his name? Anyway. Everybody, they're awesome. So why am I mentioning Jim and Bit Piggies? The way I'm going to do shows from now on, this is it. I mean, because I value, I mean, you all know I'm doing pretty well with the Bitcoin and everything. I'm taking care of my health. I'm doing things that I like to do. The way you get me to do a show is you raise at least $100 and then I'll do a show. All right. So someone already just sent something in the super chat. Jim was able to arrange at least $100 uh, for, for this show. So he, he took, uh, he took the initiative. Uh, people been asking me, where have you been? First of all, check out. I, I just had a show with Cedric that was, it's linked to below. I had a show that was audio only that was Zimbabwe a few weeks ago. That's linked to below. Don't be a lazy bum and let it be an algorithm slave. Okay. Those are two awesome freaking shows. You have to find it your freaking self. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I tweet all this stuff out. Where have you been? I've been on Twitter every single freaking day, people. Come on. It's not like I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hibernating or something. I'm, I'm there. I'm just not on YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm out there. You just are served whatever the algorithm tells you to watch. And you're an algorithm slave. You're pathetic if you didn't know where I was. Seriously. And the way and the way this works for now on is you pay. I, I give you the show. All right. So if you guys can raise a hundred this episode, I'll give you another episode. Now, another way and Jim and Bit Piggies, they rock. And another way is if you want to just interview me on your own show and you can give me a copy of the show, that's free. That's what Cedric did. Cedric arranged a long time ago for me to be on his show. 
We did. It was a two-hour show. It was one of my best shows ever. Link to below. Watch it. A lot of you haven't watched it yet, but you're lazy freaking bums that and just watch whatever. And you're just algorithm slaves. Have fun staying poor. Pound that like button because that's how you. This is real here. The way I'm talking to you, I'll talk to you like a bum. If you're a poor little bum and just do whatever the YouTube algorithm tells you to do, I don't care if you watch my show or not, or you think I'm a beautiful man. If you're an idiot, then you're an idiot. You can still think I'm a beautiful man if you're an idiot. I am a beautiful man, but what's that matter? That's fancy sets of graphics. If you're watching, if you're watching this on uh, or listening to this on on the podcast, you don't care what I look like. If you're listening to this on the freaking uh, uh, what's it called? This stupid uh, cell phone thing. The it's not stupid. It's uh, clubhouse. Then you don't care what I look like. Now, all right. So we let me see what the people in the super chat have already said. Uh, Towers Comics said five Canadian dollars. We're getting there. Pound that like button. He said. And the great Johnny NY must be in Mexico now because he sent 50 Mexican pesos. By the way, I found eight Mexican pesos on the ground uh, when I was in San Diego. Yeah, I pick up money from the ground even though I'm a freaking millionaire. Pound that like button for the truth there. Good job, says Opset Classified. Looking healthy. Well, actually, I, when I was in San Diego, I went to Health Nucleus. I found out some health issues that I actually have. We'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah, I look pretty beautiful because I just had a 133.5 hour fast that ended yesterday that I did to restart my gut health. Um, man, you know, I do these. That's my record now, 133.5 hours. I, I ended it yesterday. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that toward the end, end of the show. All right. Let me let me see what else. And so, yeah, keep up. Keep it spent. Send it in the super chats. I'll answer your questions if you do the super chats. Definitely. Um, all right. So again, bit piggies, you could buy, probably buy these stickers at bit piggies. I've got a big bit piggy shirt that I, uh, I've worn before for all you people who pay attention. Uh, but it's, it's packed away and it's not with me right now. All right. So let's get, let's get, get down to business. And if you don't like what I'm saying now and you're watching this on tape, just skip ahead. Just, just come on, man. Or play the two freaking X that saves time. Ooh, yeah, so yeah, Nashville, Tennessee, rocking it, baby. Free, rocking it in the free world. We're one day closer to a Bitcoin ETF. If you're asking me about, oh, what, this person registered a Bitcoin ETF, this one didn't, this one. dudes, we're one day closer. We're gonna get there. How you could sell Bitcoin when we're one day closer to Bitcoin ETF? We're one day closer to a Bitcoin ET all time high. We always return to our all time high. I don't know how you could sell Bitcoin. I'm offended by selling. Yeah, that's that's right. All right. Now, there is one interesting thing I, I, I thought of uh, during my uh, uh, this time that I've been uh, not on YouTube. I mean, again, I just posted a YouTube show the other day, but I, I, I love going. I, I recommend it to people to go on a sabbatical, just get away from the world. And my five day fast or whatever, 133 hour fast, 133.5 hour fast. It was a, a time for a sabbatical. And I, I, I sort of and I thought of something. We we got up to what, 63,000, 64,000 before. And at that time, uh, Binance coin was also worth over $100 billion in market cap. Ethereum, of course, was also. Now, during the last market uh, unsustainable uh, bubble during a uh, bull market, because we are still in a bull market. Don't let these schmoes out there tell you we're in a bear market. We're in a bull market. It's just taking a little break, okay? But I, I wonder if we can extrapolate this to, to the future and to the past and, and whatnot. 
whenever this time around, if a third coin gets to a hundred billion dollar market cap, then you know it's unsustainable and it's going to drop. And that's exactly what happened last time around when a coin, when Ethereum got to a hundred billion, uh, it also dropped. So I wonder next time around in the 2024 bull run, if, uh, or 2025 bull run after 2024 having, if it's a fourth coin gets to a hundred billion market cap, if that means it's, it's time for a drop. So I'm just pointing that out for all you people who love to look at markets and whatnot. If there's a third coin, during this bull run that's at a hundred billion dollar market cap, we might be at an unsustainable point and you might be looking for a drawback. Okay. We'll get there again. Don't worry. We'll get there again. Uh, but that's something to, to keep in mind. And I want to say Dan Tapiero had this tweet that's out there. The March, 2020 low of last year. Oh, of course it was still last year. He said March, 2020. Sorry about that. Low was a generational low. I agree. And clearly, the, so, so again, the March 2020 low was a generational low. Yes, to, I totally agree. And that day I knew it. And that's why I bought two Bitcoin. And that's what government manipulated fear um, is all about. OK, that 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 creates a generational low. I stood strong as anything that day. I am so proud of knowing that that was a freaking generational low that day. And it goes way beyond Bitcoin, what happened that day. That, that's what he means. Uh, it, it, it's, I mean, stock market crashed, everything crashed. So many weak hands just sold everything that day. On, on a generational low day, Ay, horrible. So it's that's linked to below. I actually linked to basically everything I talk about today. Uh, I, I did uh, find time to link to uh, below. So bit, bitpiggies.com, bitco.cc is linked to below. And the Zimbabwe show I did with my buddy from Zimbabwe, audio only, sportsmeister.com. You can watch that on. That's all my audio only shows. So ignorant government officials, why you put these people on pedestals, why people write articles about them. Well, it's clickbait and it works. But at some point in the last few weeks, there was an article here at Decrypt, the, the blockchain caucus chair, that they even have a blockchain caucus in, in – <laughs> In the United States uh, Senate and Congress, it's, it's ridiculous. I think that the, the head, the chair is from California. He's an ignorant fool because he wants crypto users uh, to be identified and uh, he wants reversible transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. He just says cryptocurrencies. He doesn't know what the heck he's talking about, okay? He doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah Bitcoin is going to – yes, because a congressman said – to make Bitcoin irreversible, irrever- to make it reversible, the president and CEO of Bitcoin will do so because it's centralized and you could do that. And that Bitcoin, what an ignorant fool that, that they, he even think this is possible. This is what the blockchain caucus is. This is the government understanding of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. They don't have, the fir- they don't have a clue. They, they're post office workers, okay? For all of you fearing different aspects of what the government could do. They don't get it. They're posturing. They, they, they'll, they'll attack centralized entities that will serve as shields. We're going to talk about that in a second for Bitcoin. Sure, you can make certain you know, ICOs can be irrever- can be reversible, but Bitcoin reversible? And, and ban anonymous crypto. But ban, ban uh, what is this here? Wait, hang on a second. 
uh, Bitcoin is irreversible. Okay, he didn't know it was ever. The chair said, uh, yeah, identify crypto users. Dude, you can already identify crypto users. Do you know that, dude? Do you know that, Mr. Congressman? If you actually knew how to use uh, the, the, you know, you, you're a blockchain caucus guy. If you knew how to read the freaking uh, blockchain, uh, people make plenty of mistakes and they can easily be tracked down. I bought from Coinbase, so you could track down all my freaking transactions, basically, uh, uh, most of them. <laughs> so, so, dude, you know, what you're demanding is, is kind of already there. And it, it's so funny, the criminals that are out there, the criminals have the same mindset as the congressmen who happen to be criminals themselves a lot of the time. Um, these criminals, they're getting uh, – Bitcoin is unconfiscatable if you do it right. But if if you're totally trackable and you're storing it at a third party, you're going to get it. You're going to get it taken away from you. So these we're so early in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin that these people that are hackers and are able to steal people's Bitcoin, they're not even storing it right. They're not even doing it right, um, and 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 they're getting busted. But yet, then you have people that come back to me. Oh, you see, it's confiscatable. No, the criminals that are in Russia and and, and Eastern Europe and Africa. They're just as stupid about Bitcoin as the, the political leaders. They don't know how to hold it. They're holding it at a third party. It's ridiculous. Now, the many aren't, but uh, yeah. So we, we've got more people here in the chat that are saying things. Uh, we uh, the Me Mexico, okay, uh, we got people doing Bitcoin Meister. Good job. Brian Jacotu says, good to see you're back. Yeah, I haven't been, been really gone. All right, Jay Lee Porter is the giant. He's in the house. I haven't seen him for a while. Um, good to see he's around. Crypto giant, you rock, man. Seven foot three Bitcoiner. He, he's been on the show before. Best guest in the freaking space this week in Bitcoin. If you want me to do this week in Bitcoin show, you're going to have to pay me 150 bucks though. I, I, that's too, that's harder to set up than, than, than the, the other shows. So, Hey, we, we've only raised what, what how much have we raised here? 10, 10 bucks today. Something like that. I don't know what 50 pesos is. So we've got a lot. We've got $90 until we, uh, I'll do another show. Unless you guys, you know, interview me or whatever, then, then that's that's free. Okay, moving on. Play this at 2x, people, because this is going to be a long one. Uh, Johnny sent 50 more pesos. I can't ever forget that video of yours that changed my life. If you uh, have 20,000 20, US dollars instead of buying a car, buy Bitcoin video. Yeah. Literally, if, you, if people followed my advice in that 2014 video, uh, it was September the uh, 19th or the 16th of 2014, um, when the Orioles were battling, uh, were about they clinched the American League East on uh, uh, on uh, September 16th, uh, July, uh, September 16th, 2014, and I was still wearing my Orioles shirt then. Um, man, that shows how much the, the world has changed. The Orioles were, the, were like the worst team in baseball now, seven years later. So, I mean, you could have become a millionaire because of what I said, or you could have just been obsessed with sports and bought sports cars and, and had fun staying poor. Uh, but yeah, it, there are people that have come to me, Johnny, who watch the show, just, that, that say, Adam, you made me a millionaire. So with that in mind, I, you know, pay to pay, you know, give some thanks if you want a new show. If you don't want a new show, it's fine. It, that I tell people to freeload all the time, all the time. But there's just not going to be new shows. That, that's all. That's all. There's got to be money. Uh, so Opset Classified sent ten bucks. That's good. And you know, there, there are people. Euron Brook does the same. I love Euron Brook. Um, he does the same. thing. He raises four hundred dollars a show at least, and he does the same thing. He says, if you want another show, you know, pay four hundred bucks per show. And you know what Euron Brook has done consistently? He tells. He says he doesn't understand Bitcoin. 
he gives the opposite. He, he basically says the opposite of me, not the exact opposite, but he gets paid $400 a show to tell people not to buy Bitcoin. So, I mean, I, I've told people to buy Bitcoin all along. So, uh, you know, uh, Uran, Uran has his CUCK people that throw him money and they gain value from it. So I, I think like if Uran's going to get paid 400 a show, I should get 100 a show at least. Because um, I've made people millionaires by just the simple Bitcoin advice. What's he done? He, he's he's told people I don't get Bitcoin. He he gets paid four hundred dollars a show to say blockchain over Bitcoin. He says that he literally says. Now again, you could learn a lot from Iran Brook on other on other topics, but I, I'm just comparing and contrasting what's out there on YouTube. Um, and, and Johnny says, Adam, I support you to the fullest, and he sends uh, fifty uh, Mexican pesos. Thank you. You've sent one hundred fifty men. You don't have to keep sending, dude. It's all right. There'll be other shows. Other people are going to interview me and stuff. We don't have to raise a hundred. It's just, it's simple. If people don't appreciate it, they don't appreciate it. That's great. And I don't have to do shows and I haven't done shows and you won't get it this week at Bitcoin show unless you get 150 bucks going and you tell me to do it. So let's get back on track here because this is, this is going to be a freaking awesome show. Um, I mean, I, I have much to say. Um, so we talked about, uh, so let's talk about monopolies for a second. You're on Brooke has taught me a lot about monopolies. Mono true monopolies are ones that are set up by the government. Facebook is not a monopoly, people. Google is not a monopoly. But the funny thing is, is that, you know, people like Elizabeth Warren and maybe the blockchain caucus guy, I don't even know his name. They are just, from both parties, go after, they, they're going to go after Google and all these other companies saying they're monopolies, saying it's unfair. It's unfair. These are hypocrites, Okay. They are hypocrites in, in Congress uh, because money, they want a complete monopoly on money. All of these people in, in Congress, they say, oh, no, 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 no. You, you can't start your own money. We control money. It's, it's wrong that there's competitors to the United States dollar. All right. We, we want a monopoly. on That's what they say. They were, they're not directly saying that. The people who want to break up a private business because it's a monopoly, they want a monopoly on money. So they're, they're complete hypocrites. They, they Monopoly is fun, fine for them, not fine for other people, even though it's not a real monopoly. That That's that's the funny part. Um, and going back to Yaron Brook, he doesn't get the, the ir irreversible aspect of Bitcoin too. Bitcoin being irreversible is such a valuable aspect of Bitcoin that people do not talk about. Okay. All right. We've got all these scammers out there that you know, buy something from Amazon or your private business and then they do a chargeback. It's, it's done. It's done. It's final. Now, some of these coins, they, they've been able to be reversed before, which is, is scary. That's why Bitcoin is the freaking best. Okay. It is totally irreversible. Yaron Brooks says Bitcoin gets its value because of uh, people using it illegal, illegally. Okay. It gets some of its value from that. It gets some of its value from it being totally ir irreversible. That if you want to send somebody something, some value, you know, they're getting it. You see it's on, you, you check the block explorer. You see, it's gone through. That's it. You don't worry about it anymore. It's done. What's done. It's done. Irreversible is awesome. Now, super spreader event back in June and June 3rd or June 4th and 5th, I was at the Miami Bitcoin conference. 
All these publications afterwards, because some schmoes said a few people got a cold, said it was a super spreader event. Major publications said it was a super spreader event. All right. And I said, this is total nonsense. I went back to Baltimore after Miami and my family read those articles. And because of that, um, my, my, we had my grandmother's uh, gravestone unveiling that weekend. That's why I was back that Sunday. And there were issues with my family members. It scared my own family members. Okay. So, and I, and I brought this up back then. It was a hundred percent fake news. Have you heard anybody, anything about sickness coming from an event that had 13,000 people or more at it? A complete lie. The me, it, it just, when you are part of an event, you see how ignorant the media is, the mainstream media is, how little they really know, okay? That they deem that a, a, a super, and then they forget about it and they get away with murder, basically, the mainstream media. And it's, and I'm bringing it up again, because there been no, no one said they were sorry. No, and I don't need sorry from them. They should at least uh, write a retraction. There have been no retractions. There's, because the words, the super spreader term, if you it all, it's a total political term to 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 shoot at your enemies with, okay? To try to you to use on mindless people to say this person is an extremist. That's what super spreader is now. It's it's a a, a term that liars use that have no accountability. And I just I just and it's clickbait and it works on the eighty percenters, okay? It works. And, it, and sadly, it's, it's, it's scared family members of mine. And I'm sure it's still, it's, it works on all sorts of people who are smart too. Okay. It's a trigger word and it's disgusting and it was a lie and it showed. And so if the mainstream media gets that wrong about a Bitcoin conference, what do they get wrong about Bitcoin? Everything, everything. All right. So just put it in perspective. If you hear super spreader event, it's a lie. Sturges was a super spreader event in South Dakota last year. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's just anything the mainstream media think they can get a political uh, leverage on. They're going to call that they don't like it, They're going to call a super spreader event. <laughs> this is the era we're living in. It's nonsense. The whole it's over. That sickness is over and it's been over for a while. And it's no threat to anyone, anyone anymore who takes the initiative to do whatever they need to do to, to make themselves healthy, whatever it may be. Now, uh, but it was amazing how Bitcoin even get, it got entangled in, into that mindlessness. All right. We talked about the uh, $100 per show. And yeah, guys, there's in my archives, disruptmeister.com, there are 2,000 uh, free shows you can watch at any any moment. Right now, you, can, you don't have to watch this show. You can watch any of my 2,000 shows. Hi, Adam. You rock. Richard and Mary Jane. At, at Richard and Mary Jane in Kami, California. Uh, well, Richard... Uh, Provencio Jr. and Jane, thank you for the $4.99. I just spent uh, um, 28 days in San Diego. And from what I hear, and they're making people wear masks in LA again. San Diego was beautiful. I actually took some small clips on my phone, and eventually I'll put together a compilation of uh, me in Miami uh, when I was in Little Havana. There's all these little clips I haven't put together yet of me just outside. But San Diego was beautiful. And to tell you the truth, for California, <coughs> sorry, I got something in my throat. It was totally free, and people were having a blast. Unfortunately, that 
<clears throat> the mayor of Los Angeles or somebody in Los Angeles is trying to smack down the people. Apparently it won't be enforced. I praise whatever a government official refuses to enforce the mask mandates in LA County. If that happens, it's, it's totally ridiculous. Uh, Jay Lee Porter saying, keep up the good work. He sent 10 bucks. Thank you, man. Uh, and Bitcoin, Ray Vader says, um, um, Elon says SpaceX owns Bitcoin. Let's go. Actually, dude, I'm about to talk about that and I don't care if he says that. It's noise. Of course, he, of course they own Bitcoin. I mean, he owns Bitcoin. Smart people own Bitcoin. He does this song and dance game about Dogecoin and, you know, not accepting Bitcoin at test. So what? I mean, who cares? Even if he, he, he never, he always has said he never sold his Bitcoin. So another one of his companies owns it. Yeah. I mean, the big news was let, let in September when, when uh, Michael Saylor bought Bitcoin and for his corporation and everybody since then it's become legitimate. I mean, we, we knew it was going to happen. Corporations were going to buy Bitcoin. So when I, when a new, like Rave Elevator, uh, Elon, SpaceX owns Bitcoin. That was big news in the mainstream crypto media for days. And I was picking my freaking nose during it because it's not, to me, it's nonsense. Of course. I mean, who cares? Put him on a pedestal more. Put him on a pedestal more. And the pathetic thing is, is that when he made that announcement, Bitcoin price went up. So despite everything that I'm saying, there are all these weak hands out there that still worship Elon Musk. Every word he says, they follow. There are so many people in this country that do that. And it, it affects markets. And it's irrational. But markets can be irrational sometimes. It is If you make your decisions about you know what Elon Musk says in his randomly one day about Bitcoin, but he changes his mind often. I mean, he doesn't actually change his holdings because he's a freaking billionaire and he doesn't want to be poor. But the things he says are they, you know, they could be interpreted different ways. They change, and so if, if you base your your Bitcoin approach on, on on anything that man says, you're a weak hand. You're you're gonna sell at some point. You just gotta have a strong hand, and you have confidence in yourself. Self confidence. Living, you know, deciding on your financial, what you're going to do with your financial life, the most, the greatest savings device ever created by man. You're, you're doing what, not you, I don't even mean you, Ray Elevator. I mean these people, that because the market goes up and down often when he says something, when he does something. These people are pathetic and they're irrational. So I'm not giving it, when I bring up that subject matter, I'm going to tell you the truth, that it's nonsense. It's nothing to worry about. It's like, why do you care, dudes? All right. So again, Johnny NY sent 500 Mexican pesos. I don't know how much that is. And how much is that, dude? That thank you, man. You're giving too much. You don't have to worry about it, Johnny. I appreciate the information you put out there and how it turned a dead beat to a swan, dude. That's beautiful language there. Turning a dead beat into a swan. Shirts like this, link to below. Get them below. Um, I haven't worn this one for a while. It's all the nodes connected. All right, we've been doing this for 27 minutes. Yeah, this is going to be a long show. I'm trying to eat earlier now, by the way. We'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. I think uh, eating earlier is, is better than later. So uh, something else that was so – that caused Bitcoin to go under 30000 <laughs> That was ridiculous because we uh, – bit, bit, uh, 
BlockFi. BlockFi. All you worship BlockFi. You, you people that can't control your own private key. Ooh, they're, they're going to give me interest. And there's been, and you know, uh, what's his face promotes the BlockFi. So people, uh, uh, the Italian guy, I can't even think of his name. What's his darn name? He he promotes a BlockFi. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's, he's a great entrepreneur, but he's not going to be right all of the time. And uh, he goes by just his one – what's his, his nickname? He goes by his one uh, one short nickname. Oh, I, I can't believe I, – I, mean, I haven't read his stuff for a little while, but he's one of the, the money behind it, and he reassures everyone BlockFi is going to be okay. And, again, it does have a lot of venture capital that might be bailing it out um, because I didn't think those interest rates were sustain, sustainable. But, okay, so you're an ignorant fool if you give them your money, I say. Uh, I'm not an ignorant fool, but you're, you're taking a risk. I shouldn't have said ignorant fool. You're taking a risk if you give a third party your Bitcoin. It's ridiculous. And But New Jersey and now Texas and, and a, I forgot another state, a southern state that, that surprised me. Was it Alabama? Um, all want to sue uh, – they all want to sue BlockFi and say it's uh, – Breaks it's breaks some SEC regulation. Um, it's a security. Who we don't need you to save our tuchlesses, okay? And I'm glad BlockFi is serving as a shield for Bitcoin, but BlockFi is in regulators' crosshairs. DeFi is next. Yeah, I agree with that. They're they're serving as a shield. So when New Jersey made the announcement. People panicked and Bitcoin went under 30K. So what? <laughs> it, it, BlockFi is not Bitcoin. It's a centralized entity. And even though I would never give them a penny of my money, um, I, I'll i say this. I, I think it's ridiculous. These states are, are going after them. And people should just know on their own that, you know, you're, it's it's a risky thing. There's, there's always risk involved if you don't control your own private key. Defiance over compliance, people. Pound that like button. I'm making sure that I'm not skipping anything here because I want to give Jim the best freaking show he can get here. Okay, I'm giving you – I'm going uh, balls to the wall on this. I want to say another thing. People leave beautiful comments on my uh, in the comment section sometimes. Please leave them. YouTube doesn't post them all now. Like I see there's a comment and then YouTube doesn't post it. YouTube has become worse over the years. I've said this many times. And that's why I'm not doing free shows anymore because I just can't deal with this. It's harder to make a show on YouTube now than it was in 2016. And then, and then people leave comments and they don't even show up. So I thank you for your comments, people. There was someone who got, I'm not even going to say what it was a reference to, but someone got it and then it didn't even show up anyway. Um, okay. We talked about New Jersey and I've been getting a lot of crypto scam emails lately at like three of my email addresses. I have many email addresses. Be aware, guys. Don't click on anything from any crypto company, even if you do business with them. All right? It's fake, most likely. I, I, it's really been ramping up. Happyflation is in the air. Biden's been lying about it lately. And his press secretary has. We're going to get back to it. At, they say inflation is good now, just like I predicted, or that it doesn't exist. But it exists. March 2020, let's go back to that for a second. A voluntary transfer of wealth from the poor, middle-class, ignorant people to the smart and wealthy like me. You can cry about it now. You did it. It's your fault. All right? 
That's what it was. Now, there were some smart people that were in the middle class that got rich off of March 2020. But it is what it is. Weak hands transfer to strong hands. And most of the time, that's 80 percenters who aren't financially wise or poor, who make horrible decisions, making the, the rich get richer. I love the free markets. There's nothing wrong with the rich getting richer. Just because you're poor doesn't mean you're a good person or a smart person. I mean, it sucks. I mean, that that's like a slap in the face to some people. But we live in this world where the the underdog, where the uh, the poor person, they are the good guy. No, they're not necessarily. They might be good people. Lots of times they're not. Quite often, the, the venture capital, uh, the, the the capitalist, uh, the rich guy, he's the, he's the hero. Hey, welcome to the real world, dude. I know that bursts some of your freaking bubbles out there. Um, keep on, keep on being in motion. Aim to be rich. Aim for success. A aim to just live up your life to the freaking fullest. D don't complain and be a bum. Um, and stop uh, <laughs> pedestaling bums. <laughs> but, I mean, you can do that. You're free to be a socialist if you want to. And, and, and being victim culture is mainstream culture. Fitting in is overrated, though. That's why I love being in the Bitcoin overlay. And uh, we talked about a little bit of this uh, when – I, on, on the latest inter interview that, that I just did. So it's, it's, it's linked to below again. Uh, and I get here. I've got, I keep reminding myself to tell other people you can, I will be on your show. Just you give me a copy of it. You make everything is e easy for me. It's, it's going to be easy for you. And we're going to have a great time and people will get a free show on two different channels. Pound that like button. All right. We got, uh, we get OPSEC says, when you eat, do you just snack once a day or do you eat full meals? Also, what is the best time to eat? I eat, well, I'm a one meal a day guy, so I never snack. All right, we're going to get later in the show, I'm going to get to the change that I'm, I'm trying to make. Um, I, I fast 22 hours every single day. And my, my eating window, I become so, I was only eating like all my calories in like 45 minutes. And I don't think that was good after a while. So I'm going to go back. You know, I used to do it in two hours. Uh, my eating window was two. I mean, that's what it should be. It should be 22 two. All right. So after my 133.5 hour fast ended yesterday, I went to this new thing. I ended my fast with a bunch of vegetable, all vegetables, all good, good, totally awesome foods, a little bit of seeds. I, was listening to Ben Shapiro. I sat down, I digested, I did a little bit more workout um, and some, some time passed and then I ate the rest of my meal. And so my, my, at my, my eating period was three hours. And then now I'm, I'm waiting 22 hours again. Now I think some of you are going to agree. Like why wait 22 hours? Why not wait 20 hours? I think you got a good point. I think you got a good point. I, I don't think I'm being rational. I think I'm a little bit addicted to the 22 hour thing. And I'm going to say that it, this may have not been the best thing for me uh, all these years of, of doing this. You know, some of the numbers that I got back, I have a very high level of cadmium and I have a level of cadmium in my body that a smoker has and I don't smoke. So, I, I've, I've eaten way too much animal food, I think. And that's changing. That is, I'm not eating chicken or beef. 
maybe for the rest of my life. So that, that gets into a little, I mean, we'll, I'll talk about this a little uh, later, but I do want to share this. I went, I, I, Health Nucleus was great. Okay. I paid a lot of money because I'm, you know, uh, this is something I value in life is health and Health Nucleus did all these tests on me. And I advise everyone get a cadmium test uh, and a mercury test. My mercury was fine, but cadmium is like, it's similar to having mercury. Okay. So it's not good that I have a high cadmium level. I got to get that down. Um, and so fast, you know, clearing out my gut was, was a first step there and getting rid of animal foods is, is good, is something. Um, I improved my water filtration here. This is a, a pure, you know, all of my water is going to be filtered now. All right. So that's a beyond Bitcoin. So no, I'm, I look great. Um, but the, you know, you're not, you're never perfect. You can always get better. So I, I, I do want to, I think that's an important thing for all the people. You, you have to change sometimes. Like what I was doing was not right for me, for me. And everyone's different. It's not, I am a naturally thin guy. You know, the, the fat test that they did on me, I mean, I was record low. They looked to see if you have a fatty liver. I mean, I was on the scale of fatty liver. I was like the complete opposite. So much so that it was like, might be unhealthy. I was so skinny down there. Okay. Like, I mean, that's up to interpretation, but according to their measurements, I was on the unhealthy range of, you know, the quote unquote fat test. I was too skinny. Uh, so that, that's something to consider also. I mean, you can argue. Um, so, so what I've been doing, you know, my, my, my diet, you know, getting into ketosis or whatever, it's burnt the fat away. Did I, did I really need to do that? Probably not at all. <laughs> and uh, being a lifelong thin guy, I, I sh maybe should have known that. And for all the people that are meditarians out there, it might be good for you. Um, it has not been good for me. The numbers do not lie. The numbers don't lie. So um, I haven't had beans. I just ate beans for the first time like in five years. That's how hardcore I got into eating animal foods. All right. So I, I, maybe I won't talk about this at the end of the show because I, I, I did just talk about it. And I've said, you know, I, people have said they're, they're vegetarians or this, that, and the other. And I've said, oh, I don't know if that's good for some people. It might be good. <laughs> I've changed my mind. I've seen, I, I've seen some hardcore numbers. They give you every single number imaginable and they do brain scans and, and, and you know, thank God almighty. I don't have nothing wrong with my brain. And, um, uh, you know, there's, there's all sorts of bad things that can be going on in your body uh, that these scans show, and, and I don't have them. But I, I got some things to take care of here, and so you know, at that point, I was like, "There's no way I'm doing it. I'm doing a show every day, and I need to do a show. I got to take care of my freaking self here." Um. All right, and uh, pro tip here, dudes. I'm not as young as most of you think I am either. <laughs> Pound that like button. So, you know, there's just uh, uh you, you gotta, you gotta look out for yourself. All right. Go, go, move, moving on, moving on. So, uh, what do we have? Oh, I want to go back to the conference and something that happened at the conference. Oh, well, okay. Actually, I talked about the, I was going to talk about the Elon thing here, but we, we covered that because someone else brought it up. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I don't have to also, I don't have to bring up the Elon thing as we already talked about it. And yes, Cedric was the dude who interviewed me. 
So I, when I was in um, at the Miami Bitcoin conference, all right, at the Miami Bitcoin conference, th- people were handing me all sorts of things. This cryptoscopes of this woman, Hattie Parker, HattieParker.com. I linked to it below. She left this at the bar. Okay. Not that I was going to pick up a drink at the bar, but I was leaning against the bar and I saw this. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And it, it, it made me it, crypto investor and astrological consultant. She's a crypto psychic. Now, I think it's silly. I think it's silly. But the world that we're living in today, I bet more people would rather uh, get information from someone saying she's a crypto psychic than me, who has a track record of making people millionaires. People are just so into superstition, so into conspiracy, you know, they, they need these easy solutions. They want easy. So they, if the crypto psychic, you know, that's what WebBot basically was, was a crypto psychic. Uh, what, uh, whatever his name was, I forgot his name now. Um, the one that people were worshiping in 2017 and 2016, he's no different than her. Webbot is no different than her. All right. P- that's what people want. Easy answers. So I'm not, she's got to do what she's got to do. She's a, she's an entrepreneur. She's a psychic. She says she's a psychic and she's expanded her psychic activities into Bitcoin people and crypto people. She was, she was there at the conference. Apparently I don't know what she looks like. Well, I do. I, I, I went to her page and so People, people believe this. Uh, they, they believed WebBot. Why not believe her? And what would she say here? In 2020, when the world economy shut down, I turned to astrology to inform my understanding of world events. The planet Saturn was together with Pluto, making a mess of life as we have known it. So, yeah, that's her interpretation of 2020. I say it was, you know, a, a – I agree with Dan Tapiero. She says it was Saturn and Pluto – and she's going to get more people, uh, you know, following her about Bitcoin than me, probably. Now, uh, yeah, so you can, you can visit her. I'm sure some of you are very interested in it. Uh, and one interesting thing about her is she has, she says, if this is true, she's a smart woman. I have a BS in child development from Cornell University. If she got into an Ivy League school when she was young, she's smart. Um but uh, and, and you know, Webbot might be a smart guy too, but there's so, it's such superstitious nonsense, and that's what the world. So that's what people are craving this day: superstitious, easy answers. You know, you you put a mask on it. it that's a that's your protection. That's your security blanket. It's going to save you. It's superstition. It's just as good as this. It's just as good as Hattie here. Uh, but people fall for it, and so that's a unique beast uh, story. You're not going to get anywhere else from the Miami Bitcoin conference. Uh, yeah, Johnny has cut out a lot of beef. Glad to see you're doing well, BTC Moon Guy says. And uh, Johnny Johnny keeps on uh, sending comments. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. And, and people, and, and if you do want to lose weight, and I never wanted to lose weight, yeah, intermittent fasting is, is very good. Uh, it's good at regulating blood sugar. I never needed to do that either. It's, it's you know, I like having a time to eat. I like having a schedule and a system, but my food system, it's changing. It's, it's already changed. Okay. Uh, the moment I got my test results, back, I haven't eaten animals since uh, June. Well, no, in that animal, I haven't eaten beef or chicken since June 21st. All right. All right. So I'll still have, I'll still have healthy fish and probably eggs, but dude, it's uh 
a lot. I mean, I was eating so much chicken and beef, so much chicken, especially skin and fat. I was going wild into it. I was a wild animal because I looked and felt great. I still look and feel great. I was able to do everything eating that diet that I can do now without eating that diet. So my body was not telling me that something was wrong in me, but I've got some weird numbers. All right. I've got some weird numbers with the, uh, obviously with the, the, the cadmium, but also with the absorption of iron and, uh, my, my thyroid may be a little off too. Uh, I mean, we don't need to go into all my personal freaking information, but I, I just, I just want to share that with everyone because it is good to get tests and not just one. A lot of people get their glucose tested. My glucose is fine. You, they, they put this, this is awesome. This thing they gave me for free. I can check my glucose anytime I want to for two weeks. You need a prescription for this nonsense. Now, of course, they gave me the prescription. Now, again, it's really for diabetics and everything, but anyone should be able to buy this. Because of government regulation, you can't buy this thing. What's it called here? Hang on. Uh, freestyle. Or, this Freestyle Libre is awesome. So a lot of people get scared about their glucose because they go to the doctor and the doctor says it's high. It's only one test, dude. You Some of these things you need multiple tests for. This is the problem with going to die. And they don't tell you this. You Just because you got a high, it doesn't mean you're a diabetic because it's high at one time. You might've done something wrong the night before or whatever. You had a bad sleep. There's all, like I have just seen how the numbers fluctuate on this thing. It's amazing. And yeah, when you're fasting for five days, it gets down, <laughs> it gets below 60, your blood glucose, which is what's supposed to happen. But some places on the web say you, you should think you, you should, you should go to the hospital if your blood uh, sugar goes below 60. No, 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 no. If you're a diabetic, maybe, but it's it's when you're on a fast, it's doing what it's supposed to do. All right, I'm really getting to some beyond uh, Bitcoin stuff here. But man, Jim wanted a show. Jim is getting a freaking show. He paid the money for this. So I'm giving him, I'm going, uh, I'm giving him my all, baby. That's what I do. When you pay, you're going to get the freaking best from freaking Adam Meister, all right? And you can set up private meetings with me too. That costs more money. Obviously, much more than one hundred fifty dollars, but that's that's always been there. Um, my and my clients, they're happy. Uh, let's see. We talked about uh, all right. Governments around the world went full Orwellian in less than eighteen months without meaningful resistance. Think about that for a moment. That's from Gabor Gurbkas. I'm. I'm I mangled his name. Sorry, man. I, I do want all of you to think about that. Governments around the world, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, <clears throat> went full Orwellian in less than 18 months without meaningful resistance. So, th and think about that. What does that mean? People will accept Fed coins with no resistance. They, 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 they hid in their houses because the government told them that there's in, in, the stuff that's going on in Canada, New Zealand, and Australia, countries that I've had a blast in, it's pathetic. And it's it, the little resistance, little resistance at all. And so with all of that in mind, I want to say the New York Times publishes an op-ed making the case for central bank digital currencies. And these are some benefits they include. Power to shrink people's balances if they don't spend enough fast enough. 
That's negative interest rates, okay? That's negative interest rates. That, that, that's a good thing. And people will accept it because they that's why we have happy inflation now too. They accepted um, Orwellian governments. They accept happy, infla happy inflation. They believe every word that redhead says and every word that senile old man says. Um, full surveillance to prevent illegal activity. That's another benefit the New York Times says. Full, full surveillance. What's wrong with full surveillance if you're a CUCK and that you've accepted 18 months of this nonsense? Lower transaction costs. Sure, that's if that was true, who knows if it's true, who cares if it's true, you're going to say that as a worshiper of the government. Like, who cares if there's negative interest rates? Who cares if I'm being spied on? It's cheaper for me. <laughs> All right. So Niraj says, to the author's credit, they make the important point, adopting a panopticoin would be a huge reduction in privacy and autonomy. It's something that should be considered at the societal level. You think, well, how about this? As an individual, the great thing is you don't have to be a CBDC, C-U-C-K, okay? Most people will be because over the last 18 months, they haven't protested this authoritarianism at, at all. As you know from watching my show the last 18 months and seeing me get kicked off YouTube before, I have put my, my middle finger constantly at the authoritarians. I don't care if they're right. I don't care if not right, they're wrong, left or right of the political spectrum. I don't care. I have I have been a unique beast. I have stood for what I believed in, okay? And I have been right. And the United States has been the best freaking country to be in for, for all of this. With that said, we still have leaders that would love to have authoritarianism. And because we live in a constitutional republic, that's our form of democracy, not the mob rule democracy they want. All the things that these people... It's a threat to democracy. It's a threat to democracy. Such lies. That's just like the, it's, it's the same mindless claptrap of uh, what I was talking about before. Super spreader event. It's a scary word. They are a threat to our our democracy is a constitutional republic. They want to get rid of uh, states. They want to get rid of the electoral college. That's getting rid of the constitutional republic. That, because of our constitutional republic, because we have 50 different states, the federal government hasn't been able to issue these horrifying mandates on every state. DeSantis, um, Noam in South Dakota, DeSantis in uh, Florida, were able to fight back eventually in Texas. And because of that, they're never going to be able to uh, wish, uh, enforce their authoritarian dreams upon us. Now, I talked about this on Cedric's show. You really have to watch it. Two hours. Seriously, that was one of my best shows of all time. Uh, but we still... This, Thank God for a constitutional republic because we've got all these screaming Karens out there that would gladly, uh, you know, give up their children uh, to be more like ch uh, China. And some of them are, are giving up their China, their children, to be more like uh, China. They want their children to take something that's dangerous that could kill them. Um, I won't mention what that is, but I think you know what that is. Uh, but uh, yeah, authoritarian. Collectivism is the default, and apparently the collectivism that people want right now is authoritarianism. Individualism is the accomplishment. Keep on being unique beasts, people. Now, um, here we go. How the government will argue for CBDCs, low fees, greater access for poor people, which isn't true, terrorists and money laundering. So, yeah, there, there again. 
if if you're if you don't use a CBTC, you're a money launderer and you're a terrorist. Okay, again, sticks and stones may hate my uh, may hurt my bones, but I'm a freaking Bitcoin millionaire. So buy Bitcoin, pound that like button. Now, um, <laughs> names will never hurt me. It's really, sticks and stones may hurt, hurt my bones, but names will never hurt me. Name and, and just get that. Become go into the Bitcoin overlay. Uh, amazing, we still have people in the uh, that are dealing with this on uh, whatever this thing is called Clubhouse. Thank you, Clubhousers. I, at the end of the show, I'm going to let you ask a question. Or you can ask questions now, maybe, um, if you can get my attention. Nick Carter, great point. In college, people had expiring cafeteria credits. They went away if you didn't use them. In their, des- in their desperation, as the end of the semester neared, people would buy three, time- three extra-large pizzas and gorge themselves. But yeah, cash with an exp- expiration date is a great idea. So that's what happens. Uh when you have negative interest rates, people are going to make irrational financial decisions if they don't really have true savings. They're going to keep buying. And that's why the governments love the CBTs, central bank digital currencies. If you are in a Fed coin account and um, there's negative interest rates, you're going to want to spend your money before it goes away. You're going to make irrational decisions. And that fuels the irrational economy. And with your Fed coin, they're easily going to be able to tax you too. That that wasn't mentioned. Let me see uh, what the comments are saying because we have more people. Uh, if you were, uh, if if you were I, would you be really? I would be. If you were I, okay. Telling people to buy big chunks of Bitcoin in the early days with that much uncertainty and conviction. You, you, Johnny says he would be proud to be me if I was uh, if I did that. And I am proud to be me. I am proud. You can go back in my archives and see that I was telling people to buy with conviction when it was $200, $300, $400. Best show, Strong Hand, says Rave Elevator. He sent $499. Thank you, Rave Elevator. You are a good supporter of the show. One, two, three, no skip says uh, people will accept FedCoin and they are free to do that. I agree. I will only ever accept Bitcoin and I should be free to do that as well. Uh, same with the, uh, the shot. I don't want to be, I don't want it and shouldn't be forced. Uh, agree, agree, agree. Freedom, baby. Um, uh, Jay Lee Porter says he wrote Crypto Shrug as fiction and now with CBTC is happening. It sucks. Uh, yeah, he did uh, check out his book. I still haven't read it yet. I also have that packed away with all my shirts. Uh, Jay Lee Porter is the author of Crypto Shrug. You can pick it up on Amazon, I think, or on his site, uh, just to Google it. Jay Lee Porto, Porter, Crypto Shugged. I appreciate when people send me free books like that, and I will continue to promote him. And he is the tallest man in, in crypto. He is seven foot three for real life. Um, and one of the tallest human beings on the planet Earth. When you get to seven foot three, um, he's ba- I think there's only two NBA players that are currently taller than him. So you're, you're, a, you're a giant. He calls himself the crypto giant. He is the, he's a giant. He's a great guy. And uh, Craig, CraigShip.com says, buy and hold Bitcoin. This is not complicated. Craig Ship is a man who has gone out of his way to support me over the years. I've gone to his uh, location near, undisclosed location near Camp David, Maryland, and we've done plenty of shows together. Um, he values his wealth in Bitcoin, and he also enjoys being around um, a beautiful sidekick. <laughs> And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the, of the opposite uh, gender. There are only two genders. Pound that like button. All right. Now, 
Yeah, you can you can see some. Uh, go to craigship.com if you want to see hot women. <laughs> Not, I don't get as enthused about it as Craig does. Obviously, I get as and Craig. We, we're both what we share in common is our enthusiasm for Bitcoin. No doubt about it. But um, you know, Bree, Bree, his friend, she she interviewed me. She did a show with me, and as I said, she did a show with me. I posted it. Um, uh, Matt O'Dell says. This is a question I get asked by people. He's got a great answer for it. I have no idea where the Bitcoin price will go short term. So I simply stay humble and stack. Alistair Milne says, in short term price, if short term price movements shake out, shake you out of your Bitcoin, you never had a chance. So this is the thing. The other day I got asked during uh, my during the replay of my show, because I was in the chat during the uh, premiere premiere of my show. Someone asked me, Adam, what's the low? Dude, who cares? It, if short-term price movement shakes you out of your Bitcoin, you never had a chance. And I have no idea where the Bitcoin price will go short-term. So simply stay humble and, sat, and stack, all right? Now, stay humble. I don't know about that. I mean, if you're a freaking Bitcoin millionaire and you did it because when everybody was telling you to sell your Bitcoin, you should be proud of yourself. Um, as I am now. Uh, and Alistair Milne does say the yearly open of 28.9 held again. If you, if you want a number to pick your nose with, um, when we had the New Jersey regulation crash, it didn't go b- below, uh, what, what the year started as this year, 2021. Who cares, dudes? We're one day closer to a Bitcoin. We Bitcoin always returns to its all time high. How many times do you have to say it? How many different ways do you have to say it? This is a great tweet from Preston Byrne. He said, if you think Facebook is bigger, is a bigger threat to free speech than Wells Fargo or Visa, you haven't been paying attention. Yeah, dudes, if you don't have financial free, if, if they confiscate your money, I mean, compare it. Compare Wells Fargo shutting down your, your account because the government said um, you're a terrorist and then stealing all your money to just Facebook banning you. All right. Bitcoin is here to solve financial censorship. All right. Financial problems. Much bigger than your social problems, all right? Because it all comes back to freedom of money in the end of the day. It all comes back to freedom of money. So why people still play with Wells Fargo um, and Visa is beyond me and put so much value when a bank announces they love it. Of course, all the banks are getting in the cryptocurrency. It's going to be third party, though. You're going to be – it's the same darn thing. They will do what the government tells them just like they do. You just, you made a big circle. You got in the crypto, Bitcoin, and then you end up at the same place storing it. What's the difference? Here's something for all you people that want um, to just, you want Bitcoin, you want another Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It's clickbait stuff. And Vinny Lingham even talks about this altcoin, Solana. There's this title from Decrypt, Decrypt. Is it time to take Solana seriously? Latest Ethereum killer may be the real deal. 
I've been in this game a long time. I've seen the Ethereum killers come and go. Ethereum is the next Ethereum, dudes. Why? 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 Why do this? Why try to... I mean, it's, it's a free market. It's clickbait. Solana. Come on, man. I mean, what was it? EOS before? What? I mean, how many ones? Why? Just hold Bitcoin. Why? And Vinny's got good... And just because Vinny's got some bad takes on altcoins, putting it nicely, he's been right on Bitcoin. I learned a great deal from him, people. You can learn a lot from people you don't agree with 100% of the time. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a long show. <laughs> Speaking of Ethereum, let's put some uh, perspective here. Four years ago, you know, you, Ethereum is what right now? $2,000 right now? Four years ago, Bitcoin wasn't $2,000, or it was barely $2,000. Just tossing it out there, just showing how big this space gets. And there's room. It's not a zero-sum game. There's room for everyone here, even Solana. I'm going to the Solana to get my hair did. <laughs> All right, now, yeah, Solana is just as good as getting your hair done at the, at the salon. No difference. Uh, all right, retweet this, people. Spread the word. That's another way. Brit Fit Dance, Brit Fit Dance is in the house. Adam, I'm going to be releasing my video about you soon. Spoiler alert: I mentioned your hair. Good. I hope you're not wearing a lot of clothes in it because people enjoy that. Your body is great. You work on it, baby. Keep on working on it, and I appreciate you did a show. And the guys on this that are watching this show now will drool over you, and they will send you more money than they send me by far. By far. So work with you got be healthy and young and awesome. Uh, Bree, I think you told me you're born in 99 or 2000. You're young and you're beautiful. Use it, baby. Richie Rich, I made an allusion to you on the, the show that I did with Cedric. Uh, because during the show that I did with Cedric, he was asking me about Trace Mayer. I know a lot of you worship Trace Mayer uh, to your dying days. So you will should watch the show with Cedric because I do talk about some inside information that happened with uh, Trace Mayer uh, when we were at Tone Vase's Las Vegas event that Richie Rich was also at. Um, I caught in, in the video uh, with Cedric, I just call Richie Rich the Canadian because he is a Canadian. Uh, there's a lot of Canadians watching this show right now. Sucks to be in Canada right now. <laughs> if you're in, uh, Richie's in Ontario, I believe, and some of these guys are in um, Alberta. Alberta's better than Ontario. Uh, and Richie Rich says the good old days, Vinny panic sold on Adam's show at 1200 bucks. Yeah. We actually talk about that on Cedric's show. Also, if you guys want to see that the, one of the best shows in the history of my show, it was uh, March the 17th of 2017 when Vinny Lingham uh, made an appearance on my show that had tone bays and BTC Benny and all sorts of people on it. Ansel was on it. March 17, 2017. It's in the archives linked to below. OPSEC says, long shows are great. We just need to make sure they take care of you, you monetary-wise. And, and they did for this show. Jim did. Jim is taking care of everything. So you're getting everything. This show might go two hours. And literally, it's going to delay my uh, – it'll delay my eating, but Jim paid. Big piggies paid. Check them out. Uh, someone says best hair in all of YouTube. Are you talking about me? Because it's not. And 
I actually, you know, BTC Benning actually has better hair than me. If you see us up close and you know how to judge a man's hair, um, his hair is better than mine. <laughs> um, when I was young, a little bit younger, um, mine was probably, might've been better than his. I don't know, but when he was a little bit younger, it might've been better. Who knows? Um, but my hair is not as good as it was when I was younger. Not at all. Not, I mean, I'm willing to admit that <laughs> totally. Um, but it looks, it looks pretty good. Now, um, account Bitcoin says, I was a dude in chat under my old username that called Trace out in the chat about NWC at Tone Base's conference. Yeah, you were. Um, they were actually that day, there were a couple people bringing it up. Uh, definitely. And what you'll get on Cedric's show that a lot of people don't understand from that conference, when we went to the scammies afterwards, I'm giving you, we could not hear when Giacomo Zucco attacked um, Trace. Had no idea what was going on, even though it was just so hard to hear and loud. But anyway, watch watch the other show. It's linked up below. All right. I don't want to repeat what I said on another two-hour show during this two-hour show. Got to be somewhat efficient here. Uh, all right. Robinhood Crypto expects to pay a $30 million fine to New York State. I mean, these states are so broke. They run extortion rackets on the rich. I don't care what Robin Robinhood Crypto doesn't own anybody anything. If you're stupid enough to buy Bitcoin through them, that's your fault, dudes. But Letitia James is running an extortion ra racket. All these uh, attorney generals, they're broke. So they pick on uh, corporations and find them. And everybody accepts it because corporations are quote unquote villains. And Letitia James and uh, poor people. And victims are good and uh, rich people are bad. But that's the world we live in. And I'm just calling it out. I want to erase some of this so we can be efficient. And yeah, my gut health. I question my gut health. I need more research into my gut health. And I'm trying to learn about my gut health. Gut health is a real thing. It is a real thing, and it's not something I was educated on before, and I've become much more educated on it uh, in the last month since I was in San Diego. Jack Dorsey and world peace. This is in my title, isn't it? And this is a really important point, a really important thing I'm about to say here. He says, um, Bitcoin world peace could play a big role in world peace or something like that. I don't know what he exactly said, but he's saying this world warm, fuzzy things that get all the Bitcoiners on his side and get all the, uh, all the virtue signalers in, in the common world on his side too. You know, this big, maybe it's not that bad of a thing, Bitcoin and world peace. And you know what? Maybe it can br help bring about world peace. He's one to talk about world peace though. The way what his company does. Do you think Twitter has gotten the world closer to world peace? The way it acts, the way it shuts down people randomly, the anger that it generates from people, the hate, the vilification, the promotion of the, the evil over the good. Of all the plat now, Twitter has brought communication to the world, it's done a lot of great things for the world. 
But as an honest observer, you have to say that it's brought a lot of horrible things to the world, the way that it's run. If it was, and it's a private company, they can run it like the freaking devil if they want to, okay? But I'm not going to sit here and be quiet when he's talking about Bitcoin bringing on world peace and that he's a part of this and that he's going to promote Bitcoin more. When his company, the company that he has become incredibly famous, incredibly wealthy from, and good for him for doing that, it's not bringing about world peace at all. It has been that contributor to hate and envy like anything that has ever been produced in the history of mankind. And that's why a lot of people want the government to regulate it and stuff. No, that's a step too far. But I'm, I'm going to say what it is. It can be a, a 90% of the time it is nonsense. You can learn a lot from it. As I said, most people use it for hate and evil and envy. And that is not bringing about world peace. I don't think if you care, if you think world peace is being brought about by a secular movement, by the Moshiach, may he come soon, you know darn well that Twitter has not been part of that at all, at all. So he's got some nerve, some nerve to talk about world peace when his greatest invention of all time has done the opposite to the world. And I haven't heard anyone else give that take. And I'm a freaking unique beast. And this is the best freaking show out there in the Bitcoin space because of what I just said. And I'm going to say it loud and clear. I've been doing this since 2013. You're not getting anything like that anywhere else. You're getting mindless dribble and repeats of whatever Coindesk says, okay? And I'm proud that I can say things like I just said. But there's no, not, nobody else saying stuff like that. And you're going to, and again, that I was giving that out for free for 2,000 shows. I did what I did. You're not getting it for free anymore at all. And I'm so happy Jim paid for this so that I could share that with all of you. Now, um, and that you know, and if you don't get that, you don't get stuff like that anywhere else that don't pay me. If you don't understand why I just, what I just said was different than any, and what this whole, this whole show has been different than other Bitcoin shows and why it's special and why it's the best. If you don't understand it, then don't give me money. Don't, I don't want it. I don't want, I don't, I don't want people here that don't understand this. I'm trying to cultivate uh, I don't need the masses. I just need people who appreciate it and know, and we can grow together. And you're good. It's great feedback. It's great when I get paid for this because it's, it just make, it makes me go more and more and more and, and just create more and more awesome ideas and be more of a unique beast. And I think that's, that's good for everyone. And I'm trying to be good for myself. I'm trying to be healthy here. Um, JP uh, Morgan. All right. I'm not even going to quote these things anymore. JP Morgan is doing something with wealth management clients can have access to Bitcoin. Great. It, we knew this is going to happen. A CoinDesk has an article, Bitcoin futures trading for us, Bank of America. Yeah, great, great, great. We, yeah. I mean, what, what? it's clickbait. It's noise. It's some, they put JP Morgan in the title to get clicks. All right. And uh, they, 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 they do it. It's not, and people are so superstitious. The same people that, you know, pay Hattie to get their uh, crypto information, you know, to get uh, what, what, what Bitcoin is going to be worth on August 1st are the same people are like, oh, JP Morgan controls the world. I should be worried. JP Morgan doesn't control the world. You put it on a pedestal and you, you shouldn't need uh, their verification to know that Bitcoin's awesome. And you shouldn't be scared away. Because they're in Bitcoin either. They're nothing. They're just like you. 
You be, you should be proud that you beat them to the punch, as I've said many times over. Oh, I almost skipped something. Uh, okay, so yeah. Fi financialization was expected, dudes, from, from these dudes. And financialization can happen here. I have no problem with that. Just own the underlying asset. Don't buy the freaking JP Morgan or, or uh, Bank of America version of Bitcoin. The financialized uh, version of it. Uh, what is this here? Diversification for the sake of diversification here. This, this young guy says, I honestly feel that as a member of Generation Z, it would be irresponsible to not have near 100% of my net worth in Bitcoin. You need to diversify into what, he says. There you go, people. Into what? You just to blindly diversify for the sake of diversification? Do you need an attack vector like real estate? I've had that attack vector before. Michael Saylor explains why Bitcoin is a higher quality property than real estate. Hint, you can't move a building to Monaco if the tax environment becomes unfavorable. Why own these uh, these assets that are that tie you down, that are, uh, that are attack vectors? Bitcoin is not an attack vector like real estate is. Why diversify? Why own? Why? Why ask why? Try bud dry. Now- yeah, but yeah, on, on the Ben Shapiro show the other day, he did basically, he didn't say the word happyflation, but he called out the uh, mainstream for saying that inflation is good and that it doesn't really exist. As I predicted, happyflation. And most people will not notice happyflation because they're just, uh, they're living in a comfortable dystopia. All right, so yeah, super spreader is a term to attack political enemies. And the Texas delegation, no one's called the Texas, the White House isn't called the Texas delegation a super spreader. I wonder why. These, these people from Texas who were babies and who tried to say they were fighting racism or something, everything, it, it works. It's a good tactic. Every political bill that certain uh, a certain party doesn't like, they just say is racist. It's, uh, it's uh, limiting uh, voting rights because it's racist. So they go fly on a plane. They all got a virus that doesn't, I mean, it's a useless virus, but no one says they, and they spread it to a bunch of people and no one calls them a super spreader because it's just for political enemies. Okay. I'm going to talk about South Africa another day. It's linked to below. If you want to read about that South Africa article, everything I talked about is linked to below, but we got to get, I can't, I don't have time to talk about the South Africa thing. FTX. I want to talk about though. FTX has spent a lot of money on uh, marketing themselves. They've got a lot of money. I like marketing. Someone's got to spend money on marketing Bitcoin. I have no problem. They spent $350 million uh, on the, in the last six months. They're targeting sports. It's no coincidence. They, the NBA arena in Miami is named after them. I don't know if that's the best use, but they're doing it. They've got a lot of money. Good for them. For spreading, I have no problem with them doing this. And they're being, uh, it's the first ever legitimate marketing push with high dollar on enterprise level ad spend. So yeah, we've gotten to that, that point in the game. Back in 2016, this was hard to imagine. We knew we would get here eventually. It's hardcore ad buys right there. And most of you weren't around in uh, 2016. And 
everyone would have laughed about $350 million ad purchase. I mean, was how much was Bitcoin worth then? <laughs> All right. Now, um, Someone permanent. All right. What is this? Bit surprised. Uh, oh, th this is great. This is great. Whale Panda says, it's a bit surprising that none of the woke people have called securities laws systematically racist and got them canceled, trying to keep the poor poor. Getting things canceled is so easy these days, right? And he is right about that. It is easy to get things canceled. But what these people try, these reactionaries cancel is, is just based on emotion. They say something's racist that's not racist. They say something is classist that's not classist. They say that the system is this way that securities laws, all this nonsense that you need to have a certain amount of money to buy a certain stock, to, to buy an IPO, not an IPO, a pre-IPO. That is part of the system, the financial system prevents regular people from buying Google and Facebook before rich people can. That is systematic classism right there, which in America today, uh, you can extrapolate that a bit into race because uh, many minorities are in, in the lower class. So, um, so why don't some of these woke people go after the, uh, those type of laws? First, they're ignorant fools. They take easy things. They want attention. It's too complex for them. It's not, I mean, they don't want to solve real problems. They don't, their financial freedom is all about stealing your money, not about less regulations, more regulations to steal your money. So getting rid of financial regulations, truly freeing up the system, that's not, that's not part of their prerogative at all, at all. So th there's some great insight there into what these people attack. They could easily just try to cancel, and it would work if some some group that was all you know based around race and all that. Since everyone is so touchy feely about race this day, if they broke down the system that way, I think we would that they would let up on securities laws in, in terms of that and let people get. But you know what? For me, I don't care. I can't get a Facebook IPO. That I, I wasn't a millionaire. And put, what I could get was was Bitcoin. And that is a true answer. And that is another thing these woke people could say is like, hey, we don't have the time to fight fight the SEC. We can't change the rules. But here's something where that is true freedom, that is not racist, that is not sexist, that does not have any limiting factors to get into it. There is nothing stopping anyone from getting into Bitcoin. It's You could be the most hateful person, the nicest person. You can be green. You can get into it. You can pound that like button. And Jen, uh, I'm, I'm going to read this. It's White House uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted on Thursday, this was a few Thursdays ago, that the administration is contacting Facebook and telling them what posts that it deems to be problematic based on what the administration clan claims is misinformation. That is censorship. That is censorship. All the people, you know, if Mark Zuckerberg on his own takes something down, if it's company policy, they that they're only going to support leftists. Okay, that's company policy. If the government says, hint, hint, we're going to go after you and break up your quote unquote monopoly, which isn't a real monopoly, if you don't take down what we 
want. That is censorship. When the government decides on what can be said and what cannot be said, that is censorship. That is what she said they're doing through Facebook. This is something to be called out. And it is not a people abuse the word censorship a lot. That is censorship right there. What Saki admitted to. But since we are living in a totalitarian world now, very few people get offended by it, even in the United States. DeSantis derangement syndrome is real in the media. There is a funny Twitter feed you can follow, DeSantis and Co. At DeSantis and Co. I linked it below. It just shows all the media examples of people going crazy over DeSantis, who um, probably is the front runner uh, to, to be the uh, Republican nominee if uh, the previous president does not run. Um, all right. And as I said before, high fat diets, high animal food diets, they might not be hard on your body, but open your mind to the possibility that they are hard on other people's bodies. And that they, it may have been very hard on my body. And I did not, I did not know it was going on without the test. All right, so Jeff Bezos. All right, we've got uh, massive big ups. What else do we have here? Todd Mackey says, listening to you current concurrently on Clubhouse. <laughs> Good. Pop into the chat when you're done. I will. I see you there, Todd. I see you there, Todd. <laughs> you're double, double it, double fisting with your like they used to say when we used to get drunk in in college. You're holding two beers. You're double fisting there. All right. Um, yeah. And by, by the way, it would be a shame if uh, all that fat I was eating uh, did more damage to my body than uh, drinking in college or the people who, who drink now. Sucks. That's life. Um, Bitcoin Meister, I remember uh, that saying, why ask where I try Bud Dry? That is going back to the 90s, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, they used to advertise it during football games, I guess. It just, it seeped into my head. I, I wasn't, um, I probably wasn't even able to drink. Uh, when those, you know, you the, the drink, the beer advertisements that you remember are probably, you remember from times when you were too young to drink. And that's, that's why they were good advertisements. They were targeting young people. Spuds McKenzie, um, even, even before my day, you can look in old uh, Playboy magazines and stuff and see, uh, uh, there would be certain sports figures that would uh, appeal to the uh, the younger generation that would be uh, a taste great, less filling, a boob pal, I think they would use and stuff. All of you from Baltimore should know boob pal. I'm sure you've had boob pals, barbecue pit at Camden Yards. Pound that light button. What was he, the 1970 MVP? I know too much about baseball. I know too much about numbers. I know I'm I'm a numbers freak. I remember numbers like that. My father got me into that stuff. God bless him. Of blessed memory. It helped, didn't it? I became a, a Bitcoin millionaire. So it all paid off. No regrets, people. No regrets. No regrets. You can all, if you get sick, you can fix it. I had a, a lot of fun eating all that fat. I will say that. <laughs> all right. Um, and I feel, I feel good about telling you guys about it. Like about telling the world about it. But you, you can't, you have to admit when you made a mistake. It's good. It's good to admit. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. Um, all right. 
And maybe, maybe it'll help somebody, save somebody else. And I, I don't want to exact, I mean, having those tests, having a test done at Health Nucleus, and it, it's a lot of money. So if you're rich, do it. Um, and I get that I get to use them for a year now, and I'm going to have a follow-up checkup. It might have saved my life. It may end up saving my life. It, it might be that serious. Everything might be that serious. Uh, and I, I want to also put something out there about uncertainty in life. I love the positive aspects of uncertainty that you don't know what's going to happen the next day. It's so awesome. Oh, what's Bitcoin going to do? What's the latest innovation? What, what's it going to be? But on a personal level, you want to know how healthy you're going to be. You want to know if you're really healthy, you want to know exactly what you're doing. And so now, you know, going into the health nucleus thing, I was pretty certain about my health. And I'm now uncertain about certain aspects of it. I don't have the perfect system yet. I don't have the answer to all of my test results. I'm trying new things and I'm looking forward to getting new tests on August uh, 24th, I believe. I mean, the doctor over there wants me to do it sooner. Um, I want to do it. I want to wait a little bit, you know. Um, so that uncertainty is new to me. And it's the, the way you just got to look at it as something that pushes you forward, Okay. You got to keep on experimenting and be willing to fail because you are going to stumble upon some greatness. So my experiments on my body, um, a lot of them were good. Some of them failed. So as a true entrepreneur, I got to come up, bounce back and create a new system. But living with knowing that tomorrow I'm not going to have things figured out. Knowing that in a month I'm not going to have, it's, I'm still going to be uncertain. It's kind of new for me, and I just want to put it out there that it's something we all have to deal with. And persevere, people. Persevere. It is, it's an interesting, and I'm, I'm making it as positive as I can for me because I love life. I want it to be as freaking long as possible. And I, I talk about this a little bit at the end of Cedric's show. Um, but this newfound uncertainty in my life um, – you know, it reminds you of how short it is. Um, so it gives you gives you a greater appreciation of life. But it it just makes me frustrated how some people have put off a year and a half of their life to be scared. And that and, and some of these are my family members. And that because of that, I've you know, I've got young family members. My brother is about to have a new child in a few weeks. God bless him. Named after my father, a blessed memory. And it's a, it's a girl going to be named after my father. But I'm not going to be able to see this child probably this whole year. And there's uncertainty in life. Like, I mean, it would be very sad if, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But why keep on putting off all these family events? Family events are the greatest events of them all. Going to Disney World with your family. And just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But you have to take into the other uncertainty in life. Like, why not do the certain thing? Do the thing with your family. Do it now, people. Do it now, people. Seriously. I can't do it now with my family. Because my family is worried about this nonsense, about all this nonsense. I am as 
all of us are such successful people in my family. And we can't do it with my father and my grand and my grandmother anymore. It's over. We can't have these family events with my family, my 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 father, and my grandmother anymore. It is over. That has passed. And why do we continually to put it off when there is still uncertainty, real uncertainty? Re and just think about that for your own family. That's why I, I talked about this with Cedric a little bit. And so it's very frustrating that the government and just the way people's lives have turned this one and a half years, they've turned, they've forgotten how life, how, how just, you, you got to live your lives. You got to live your lives. All right. I ramble about that, but I think you guys get my point. Um, all right. CS2 sent $5. I do not invest in Bitcoin. I save in Bitcoin. I agree with that one. Found that like button. Uh, Abraham Escamalia says, Escamilla says, you were right. I was right. Good. I was right about Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin was just as much risk as crossing the street. Why worry about a virus? If it happened, it's going to happen. Live your life. I know. I know. Tell me about it. Live your life. I mean, I don't want to say it with my, my I mean, my grandmother's last a few months. My grandmother is healthy until the last, what, five days of her life. But, you know, the last, uh, from March to September, she was locked up in her house. February to September, she was locked up in her house. It sucked. We could have had more memories with her. Um, so nothing is certain. Now, this like safety society that we've created, people just value this disgusting safety. Yeah, I'm having safety day. I'm, oh. You're not living your life. You could find out you have a freaking brain tumor. Thank God I didn't. 1% of the people that do this health nucleus thing find out they have cancer. A little over 1%. This is putting it in perspective, dudes. So Jeff Bezos can spend any money, any, the, his money, any way he wants to. All right? Democrats blast Jeff Bezos' space trip, demand he pay more taxes. Such pure envy. Such pure America, AOC, Warren. They, they know that it's, it's, it's populist envy, okay? They know that's their shtick. Just ripping on this dude mindlessly. He created so many jobs. He made things cheaper for so many poor people. No, he, he can't say it's a disgrace. He he goes into space and pay with his own money. Embarrassing. Uh, this guy. Uh, okay, we talked about unconfiscatable and criminals that they don't get it. Criminals in Congress don't get it. Russian criminals sometimes don't get it. Doug 2009 said, Normies still worry about an exit strategy for Bitcoin when Bitcoin is the exit strategy. Pound that like button. Cedric said something awesome on the show that I was on with him. There is a difference between quitting and moving on. Think about that, people. That's, you know, my doing a new show every day. I moved on. I didn't quit. Uh, with my food system, I didn't quit. I moved on. You you can only go so far with certain endeavors, then you move on, and you change the system 
in a way. It might be drastic, it might be slight, but there is a difference between quitting and moving on. The guy who gets a job, doesn't like his, you know, he quits, you know, right away. It's not moving on. I mean, you know the difference. This guy, R. Van Nagy, somebody pointed out, he, he, this guy tweeted this out. He says, he sounds a lot like you, Adam. And I like this. The guy literally said this, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin, best savings mechanism. Maybe he watches my show. Uh, it's possible. I didn't know who he was beforehand. Oh, here's a good one for all you weak hands. Do, do, you know, again, the last few weeks, people have been scared about Bitcoin. Not only has uh, trading volume since plummeted, but most of the coins that are being traded right now are being sold by investors who bought the top or very close to it. So it's unbelievable. Most of the coins that are being traded right now are being sold by investors who bought at the top. Why the heck are you selling? They don't know long-term. This is the ignorance of, of crowds in Bitcoin. They get in, they have no long-term plan. Thus, when there's a drop, they do the worst thing possible. So right now, right now, during our, our bull market, during the trough of our bull market, so much that's being sold are people that bought in the 60s. Unbelievable. A Someone said this in the comments. You can justify destroying anything if your standard for preservation is perfection. So the socialists out there are going to point to any system. It's not – I mean these are – I mean these are Marxists out there. I shouldn't even say socialists. Um, they can point to anything in America. And nothing is perfect. Nothing is equal. That's the awesome thing. And thus, they can say it should be destroyed. If their standard is perfection, oh, this is totally unfair. It can't exist. It can't exist that this, this person of this skin color doesn't have the same amount of money as this person. So we have to rip everything apart. We have to analyze. We have to critically rip everything apart and just rip up the whole system. That is not logical. That's not your stand, the standard should not be perfection. The standard should not be equality. It's personal happiness, okay? Personal happiness. James Lindsay is great on this uh, CRT nonsense. He can he can be long-winded. It's for an intellectual type. You don't have to watch everything. that he, I, I've enjoyed his videos. Um, he brings up praxis. Praxis is the act of actually practicing your philosophy, the CRT stuff. It is a very important part of CRT, praxis, actually doing it, actually spreading the word, not just talking about it and arguing it philosophically, implementing it. That is praxis. So the people who try to fight CRT and the Marxists, they have all these beautiful philosophical debates which take time, it's a waste of time. Because when your opponent is practicing what they're preaching and you're just being a genius intellectually, you're going to, about what you're preaching, you're going to lose. You're going to get destroyed. So guys, same goes with Bitcoin. Don't just talk about theoretical, technical nonsense. Buy and hold. Do it. Praxis. Practice. 
And all of you people who are engaged in the culture wars that are out there, uh, you're you're not beating them by uh, you know getting into a scheduling a debate with your favorite Marxist. Okay, you won the debate. Then the Marxist goes out there and starts a riot or something, or, or, or I mean, burns something down or does something insane, or, or something that's not that insane but does something. James Lindsay brought that uh, brought this to my attention. It was a, a great observation. The fattest state in 1990 was Mississippi. Uh, is now slimmer than the uh, slimmest state, Colorado, in 2016. Yes, that's how, how fat we've gotten. Uh, it's linked to below. I checked out that it, it's true. And this is all on average and everything. Now, you can learn from these Marxists some, all right? Some of them actually respect capitalism. Marx respected capitalism. He thought that capitalism would bring people to a certain point of greatness and they would be so fat and spoiled that then they would rip the system down and steal from the creators and there would be a utopia. That makes no sense because all the creators would be destroyed, nothing would be created, and all the surplus would be quickly wasted away. They don't get that. But some again, there's this girl out there, Ashley uh, Frawley who happens to be attractive also. I'm sure some of you enjoy her. I think she's a good-hearted Marxist. And she actually had a good tweet. And tweet, you can learn from these people. Again, not everything you disagree with needs to be illegal. She said this. And this was the original point of the left. The left was not in favor of making everything illegal they didn't like. Now they are. And so she goes back to the roots, not a reminder, and people hate her for this. Not everything you disagree with needs to be illegal. Take a chill pill. Be a grown-up. I don't like Marxism. I don't like th these ludicrous opinions. But I'm not saying shut it down, throw this dude in jail, throw Ashley in jail. No, I'm not saying that at all. So before I go, I want to say Shabbat Shalom to everyone. Everyone have a great Friday with your family, a weekend. Um, we've got other shows I do have another show coming. My brother is going to come on the show um, again. He was on the show before. He's going to talk about Bank of America, how they screwed him with something. He's going to let loose on them. On them. So I'm sure, I'm, I, some of you enjoy my brother. Um, and I, I think a lot of you enjoy when people uh, let loose on Bank of America. And so that's coming up. And yeah. Oh, and uh, Jim who sponsored the show. Thanks again. Eventually I'm going to interview him on the show because he's a big Bitcoiner. Um, and we've been talking about that previous to this show. Uh, you know, and I, I thought, I mean, Jim is a personality on Twitter. You should follow him. He's linked to below. It's not surfer Jim. It's uh bit piggies, Jim. They know each other though. Uh, <laughs> East coast, North Philadelphia, Baltimore, Long Island, you know it, whatever. Oh, God. That's it, dudes. I think I covered everything I wanted to. Johnny NY says, Bitcoin Meister, thank you, Adam. Love you, Adam. I don't know if we raised $100 for this show. Um, I'll tweet out how much we raised, and then I'll say – and once we get to 100 then I'll do another one of these, just a freestyle show like this. Unless, again, someone comes with a specific topic, you could do a specific topic and uh, just pay, pay to play. Give me the money, and uh, you'll get your show. 
or you could just, you know, give a little bit at a time and eventually you'll get another show that's about just this, my topics. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to this channel. Pound that like button. It probably helps. Uh, subscribing sort of helps, I guess. I mean, the YouTube algorithm is nonsense. And uh, I'll see you guys soon again. Um, I, I enjoy doing this show. Thank you. Bye-bye.